Chapter Twenty Five of The Road to Mandalay. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Road to Mandalay by Betha Mary Crocker the late richard roscoe two days after the ball as shaftu was passing through the veranda roscoe met him took him by the arm accompanied him into his room and solemnly closed the door anything up well yes there is replied roscoe gravely and i thought i'd tell you when we were by ourselves that cousin of mine dirk roscoe has been done for he was found this morning in a back drain in one of the gullies with the stab of a da in his back oh poor chap exclaimed shaftu well he hadn't much of a life to lose had he however such as it was he laid it down for others then i suppose it was he who put fitzgerald on the track of this splendid haul six hundred ounces of cocaine it was yes although he knew the risk he ran he sent fitzgerald a line and warned him that there would be two sampans in basel creek that one sampan would be a decoy loaded with stones that they would find what they wanted in the other which would attempt to clear off whilst they were examining the dummy it's a pretty big loss to some people and cocaine will be scarce for a week or two and dear it beats me to understand how these beggars manage to find the money oh they prowl round at night and thieve and are capable of the most daring theft i've known them to steal a whole lot of furniture out of a sitting room a man's evening clothes out of his dressing room not forgetting his gold watch and chain and even toothbrush and tumbler once they actually had the check to take a pony belonging to the chief inspector of police and sell him over at Moulmein. The small fry take naps, pipes, bits of zinc roofing, rope, anything that will bring in a few annas. What about your cousin? Tell me more. Not much more to tell. He is in the mortuary, and, of course, there has been the usual inquest. He will be buried this evening, quite late. Fitzgerald and I are going to the funeral. I'll come, too, if I may. All right, do. Our padre is a brick. He is having a quiet service in the cemetery at ten o'clock. There is a good moon if it had been a public daylight affair lots of questions would have been asked and answered at ten o'clock the three englishmen and the chaplain stood round the grave of a man who 
within the last few hours had arrived at the end of a wasted life a victim to the drug that deals misery and destruction as the three chums walked away to where their horses awaited them roscoe said my cousin richard although he looked any age under eighty was only thirty-five two years younger than myself look here joe said fitzgerald your cousin was murdered for giving me information he knew the risk he was running he knew that there are eyes and ears all over the place and the chances were ninety to one he would be put out of the way he hinted as much in his letter now then i'm going to put my back into the business and if i don't find out something about this cocaine smuggling i'll i'll he reflected for a moment and added abruptly never go to another dance it's a syndicate who had this crime carried out they have their hired assassins like the black hand in sicily some of the crew are bound to be in ragoon for roscoe's sentence and execution took place within a few hours now it is my aim and intention to discover who they are and to carry war into the enemy's quarter well fitz said roscoe i know how you love adventure and the smoke of battle and i feel fairly confident that you will do your best and let us hope storm and shatter the cocaine stronghold end of chapter twenty five